Hello, class, and you are listening to Podcast 118, a hair and education, where every week, two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon, Hey Arnold. I don't know why I said that super punctuated aggressively, but it is what it is. You were in it. You I truly was. It. I am yeah. Michael, and who are you? I'm Sean. And are you ready to pass the ball to Tucker? Pass the ball to fuck... <laughs> Was that good? Uh, it was. That, was. that was literally the moment I was waiting for when I texted you, hey, Michael, I have a few sound bites okay, for myself okay. that I know That's you're going to That's what you meant. At. Okay. Well done. <laughs> <sighs> so again, I'm just trying to get good at the marketing of it all here. So again, if you're listening to this already, then you know where you are. If you stumbled onto this, cool. But just in case you need to hear it again, you can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Stitcher, just to name a few. Pretty much any podcast streaming outlet on on the interwebs um please Stitcher. feel free to i hardly know her. <laughs> tucker i hardly know that's <laughs> <laughs> the ball to tucker. oh crap oh my god oh jeez. all right i'm gonna so, fuck with you this whole episode so leave Michael, a so yeah. leave a rate yeah leave a rating a review especially if you like what you hear so other people can find the show it's getting out there slowly but surely and i'm feeling that that's pretty that's pretty cool and you can find us as well on social media on twitter and instagram at pc 118 pod for pithy uh screen cap captions audio little audio samples just give you a little flair for this and real quick shout out to flamingo sis i think i'm saying that right because his little sample beat entitled football head which uses the groove remote motif is one of my favorite things to listen to ever ever since i found it so thank you for that Flamingo sis. Make out. Whoever, wherever you are. So we are here to talk about episode 12 of season one of Hey Arnold, part A. And again, I think this is in production order, not necessarily. We're following the production order, not the airing order necessarily. Mm-hmm. So episode 12, part A is entitled Benchwarmer, originally aired October 23rd, 1996, written by Jonathan Greenberg, Jonathan Greenberg, sorry, uh, and directed by Stark Howell and Steve Saki. And in this one, Arnold and his friends play on a basketball team led by Coach Wittenberg. But he tells the <laughs> team to pass the ball to his one to one kid only, his son, Tucker. <laughs> and that's pretty much the exact that's the entirety of the episode there. I mean, real quick, I just want to <laughs> like before okay, before before we get to the the meat of it all, just as our gateway in, just so we can bury the lead and like edge ourselves further. <laughs> Just to delay the gratification. Yeah, Sean, you know, you and I have definitely, we have firsthand experience playing on a sports team in which the coach was someone, our teammate's dad. Uh, On the Twisters, Uh we actually had two. The dad, the coaches were brothers, and both of their sons were on the team, one of whom I wasn't quite as fond of, Stephen, you know. I'll, I'll leave out the last. You know names. who you are. You know, you, if you you're know, listening, you know who you let's are. Let's fight, <laughs> Stephen. I'll see you on the Lindemar soccer field. You know the one that's kind of like lopsided. Wait, no, that was a uh, 
No, 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 no. Sanchez was all lopsided. Sanchez was lopsided, yeah. Lindemar had... Oh, my God. Lindemar had, like, really unstable dirt, like, ground. There was just... Yeah, and all of them had gopher holes. Yeah, yeah. That was... Gross. I think that was okay. If I recall, I do believe... I don't remember the names of the coaches, but I do remember the assistant coach, Steven's dad. He looked kind of like John Stamos to me a little bit. Oh, my God. God. Oh, are you saying? Wait, you you can actually like me saying that actually like triggered the memory for you too, and I'm not and I'm not just like shazamming, <laughs> yeah, shazam yeah. kazamming you. Like you actually agree that he looked like John Stamos. <laughs> he kind of did. Yeah, <laughs> I need to find the the, the team like, picture. I'm looking at like family photos okay, and okay. seeing if it was accessible, but it's not. So if I can find it, uh, no, I think even my mom said so. Thing. He's like, he looks like he's boogie. That's the guy for handsome. Like, oh, he looks like the uncle from Full House or whatever. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the other one like not so much and it actually i don't recall what the experience was for the boys i think they were chill with it you know um i do remember though um did you ever play on you know forget it like screw it um did you ever play uh with john threlkill do you remember him oh yeah did you ever were yeah. you ever on the team with where his dad was the coach i don't okay think so okay well no dude well i remember his dad though because i remember playing against playing whenever playing against the team whenever he was coaching and he was like hmm. That dude got red. Like he was like super yeah, was in it, huh? Super in it. And actually, I was on his team in the seventh grade. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that Did one? You have to one pass the ball. Isn't that when we were on a team together again? Seventh. I think so. Okay, yeah. so you were there too. It so sounds right. That was so. Actually, that it must was, have been. Yeah. So that was when, when, and I think I forget. I think, I think he yeah. was John. No, you're right. I think yeah. he was a John senior. So I think like he was he was our coach, and. He put hell of pressure on on his son that season. I just remember. Yeah. I felt really bad for him. He was always like really stressed out, and like his his dad kind of looked like Steve Zahn, just like a little chubbier. He did. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did like, look like Steve Zahn. Like I Steve Zahn, and like saving guy. like saving silver. <laughs> what kind of fucking last name is Thrail Kill? A little bit. If you're listening, email us at pc <laughs> with a breakdown of that very specific last name, yeah. which I have not seen elsewhere. I'm very interested in the etymology there yeah yeah and that happened one other time i actually was on a basketball team when i was playing uh cyo basketball at st peter's my first year third grade actually well, almost almost same year as arnold and gerald's team but yeah the coach assistant coach both of their sons were on the team this dude was clearly my coach i think his name was mike he was clearly from like the east coast because he would always be like you gotta dribble the ball like it was it was really interesting but none of these coaches Here's the segue. None of these real life coaches pale in comparison to the one, the only. I'm gonna say it here for the record, <clears throat> and I would be hard pressed if I ever roll this back. Hard I think my I think my favorite recurring adult character on this entire show, excluding boarding house, is Coach Wittenberg. Mm. I think mm. I th as far as the adults, Dino Spumoni maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. coming, I feel like maybe my like top three. Our coach Wittenberg, Dino Spumoni, and Jolly Ollie Man. That there order may vary depending on the episode, but I was just reminded of my deep, deep, deep love of Coach Wittenberg and all of his idiosyncrasies watching this episode. Yeah, I'm um I'm not gonna list my top three because I want to be refreshed. Again, yeah, this may this may change, but again, right now I was like, I love this guy. Like, so He's <clears throat> so good yeah. for every reason. And okay, so here's as I was bearing the lead, so. Um, as I told you, I had a little jingle all the way thing to share. Did it occur to you that Coach Wittenberg was in Jingle All the Way? Did you catch this? Sean, I think, is frozen. 
Holy okay, okay. Oh, I thought he froze, but he was just like frozen in, no, I'm in just shock really and really good at acting, Michael. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I'm classically trained, everybody. So yes, Coach Wittenberg was is was voiced by Jim Belushi, brother of John Belushi, who was one of the original SNL cast members. Jim has had a pretty long career himself, like acting in a lot of mm. comedy stuff. He had his own sitcom, mm. according to Jim, according to Jim. But yeah, in Jingle All the Way, which is the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Uh, mm-hmm. besides perhaps like love that besides just friends and love that actually, um, he and pl- last Christmas with Queen Latifah. And, oh, I thought, I thought, is there a last Christmas with Queen Latifah and a last Christmas with Amelia Clark? Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. Anyway, <laughs> Queen Latifah says she's about to die. And the penultimate scene is her threatening to jump off the side of a hotel building. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's kind of outrageous. I'm gonna Google that later, but yeah, Chris, <laughs> but Jim Belushi, he is the the mall Santa who sells Ar- Arnold shit. Arnold Schwarzenegger like the the it's the uh, multilingual version. You want a Turbo Man for I Christmas? Forget love it. Coach Wittenberg even more. Forget it. I'm not sitting wow. on your lap. <laughs> it's fun and educational. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, help me. With the same, oh my God. The same bluster. That's... I'm so happy. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy I was able to share that. <sighs> yeah. I, probably my favorite use of the tuba in this show is the, the Coach Wittenberg leitmotif. The... And it is just this, yeah, like kind of like slightly militaristic, but like still bumbling kind of theme. And it's it's just perfect for the character because he's like, he's you can tell this is a guy who has studied probably all the great coaches in history and watched every sports drama film ever made and like probably only mm-hmm. watched like the the third act inspirational locker room speech and mm-hmm. based his whole personality on that. Yeah. <laughs> so his his tenuous grip on vocabulary and syntax is something I find to be incredibly endearing. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. I love it, I love it, I love it. He also is just very like he believes that he and his son can never do any wrong. <laughs> like he would have been the league MVP if not for the voting. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote like, that down. Yes. I every did. every single sentence that comes out of his mouth is perfect. Perfect. Before I get too far into that, I also really like how the like one of the first things that I think Arnold or Gerald says is like, hey, in this league we'll all get to play. play. And then it's completely <laughs> upended. That's it's total like Vaden's like, Nerp. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> nice pass to Tucker. <laughs> My favorite line reading is Alright everyone, break it up next year. Let's start passing it to Tucker. <laughs> Like it's like he doesn't even. <laughs> they're walking off screen. <laughs> no, yeah, you hear him. He's not even on screen for that. It's just you hear it like off to the side, and yeah, I realize like, oh, is this why I find the constant? It's like Rick and Morty when Rick is just constantly saying Morty like at the end of every other sentence. It's that same amount of like, why do you have to keep saying his freaking name? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I actually took a tally. Um, how many times is the word is the name Tucker uttered in this episode? Best guess. 69. <laughs> I, it's 21, but pretty close. 
if you multiply by three times three 63 plus and, six and plus plus six 69 got him but yeah i was like good pass the tucker pass it to tucker <laughs> like, it's just like like again, just like talk about like I mean, totally just stealing the show, really. And it's not even like you can't even hate him because he's just so dumb. And there's just like yeah. nothing I mean, it's like the Michael Scott thing. It's like a like a, a not super bright person who thinks that they are really smart or whatever mm-hmm. and just fully believes yeah. in everything they're they're saying, you know, whether we lose or win, I want like, you guys to go out there and win. <laughs> and win. Just Oh my god, everything is so dumb. Don't unrespect the game plan. <laughs> Curious to see what, what else comes up when we revisit it. But this is a segment I'm calling Coach Wittenberg's Vocab Fact Check. Real quick, I'm just going to rattle off. Perhaps we can share. <laughs> I will not unrespect the game plan. Um, perhaps we can uh, share a little bit, share some of the duties here. So first, wait, Sean is rattling insubordinates. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. So, this is a dialogue sample. Uh, and I will just uh, kind of do a little grammar check here for y'all. Vocab too. Being is that I'm the coach of this said team, it's recumbent that you do whatever I dictate. <laughs> so heretofore, our strategic strategy will constitute the idea that we revolve our offense around one player. So, recumbent is the, the key word here. So recumbent is actually an adjective, <laughs> which specifically <laughs> pertains, especially of a person or human figure lying down. <laughs> what was he trying? What do you think he was actually going for? Because I can't. <laughs> what was he actually going for? <laughs> what do you think he was what, trying to say? What would it have... It's recumbent. What, the only word that's like, close is incumbent, right? Like yeah, but that but that even wouldn't even be. But that wouldn't be. That's right wrong either. too, because incumbent just means yeah. like who's currently in that position, right? Like the incumbent yeah. president. Well, actually, I or... guess maybe that makes sense because the word being close, but not exactly what he means, because he is. The oh, it person, it is incumbent. No, no, it was incumbent. I just looked it up. So yeah, he was. He should have said incumbent because incumbent means necessary as a duty or oh. responsibility. I'm so smart. Like, good job, bro. Oh my god. Thank ah, you. That's great. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I've only heard it as currently of an official or regime currently holding office, like I in like AP Gov or whatever. But yeah. so it was hey, Michael, incumbent. What is that word if you take out bent and the and the first two letters of the word? Cum. Two. Cum. <laughs> <laughs> and then heretofore, actually, I think that was correct. That was yeah, fine. but it's just like it's so. But just like lofty. like again, just like padding out your sentences to like get, hit the word count on your essay. That's the way Coach yeah, Wittenberg talks. Exactly what he was doing. Yeah, Goober. So and this one's not really more, more Coach Wittenberg. Okay, um, here I'll give you this one because I definitely want to just hear your Coach Wittenberg line read. I'm gonna feed you oh this. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. This one's pretty easy. Now, for all intensive purposes, our strategy will consist thusfully: get the ball to Tucker. <laughs> for all intensive purposes, that's a very Michael help. Help. <laughs> that's bone apple tea. That's bone no, that's, apple tea for that's, sure. No, that's the thing though. Hell, of people actually say think that's the phrase though. That's like a real. And all thing. of you would be idiots if you're someone that says this. Please, 
please don't email us because I don't want that in our inbox. We don't, we don't need your bad grammar and shitty vocabulary no. in our email inbox. No, no. Pass that ball okay. to someone else. Okay. This one, this one's adorable. It's like pretty easy. Like Arnold, I fragrantly told you. <laughs> fragrant <laughs> adjective, having a sweet or pleasant smell. He clearly meant flagrant. And this is so so easy. But <laughs> I just love how close they are. That's, I, that's... The, the one. No, I was just gonna say the one that I took down as the best was restowed upon me a yes. volatile lesson in teamwork. <laughs> From from now on, the suppository, the suppository of the team strategy. <laughs> he did say suppository. <laughs> okay, look, I have no idea what that could have actually, what he could have actually meant by that. Like, Arnold, you have restowed on me a volatile lesson in teamwork. From now on, the suppository of the team strategy will proceed as thusly. Everyone touches the ball. Who will then pass it to Tucker? Who will then pass it to the rest of you? Suppository. I have no idea, but I just know suppository is something you shove up your butt for strategic purposes. <sighs> That's good. Uh, I'd, faculate's not a word, so we're down, but we're not up. The only thing we have to faculate is sink one shot. I just, faculate's not a real word. I think facilitate. No. That's probably what he meant. Mm, right? Probably, yeah. Thus yeah. spoken, I want you to remember one ordinal rule. He probably meant cardinal, cardinal rule. rule. But yeah. ordinal is an adjective referring to a thing's position in a series. That's actually not not far off. But another way to think of an ordinal is a service book, especially one with the forms of service used at ordinations, whatever that means. So, again, that's the uh, that's just the beginning. Because uh, I think we'll get a few more Coach Wittenberg episodes as we go through the show. It'll be fun to fa- see him whenever we do. Um, another another fact check. Uh Him's, him attributing the phrase there is no I in team to one Guy Lombardo that ain't I mean <laughs> so Guy okay. probably wasn't somebody named Guy no Lombardo. okay so he was actually going for the real thing Vince Lombardi who was like I think he oh, was okay. like a really famous football coach one of the first like Super Bowl winning football coaches and he actually coined mm. he's famous for the phrase winning isn't the only isn't the, isn't everything it's the only thing so there's no proof of there's no verification of who originated the phrase there is no I in team. It started circulating in the sixties, but Guy Lombardo, uh short for Gaetano Alberto Lombardo, was a Canadian American band leader, violinist, and hydroplane racer. What does any of that sentence mean? I don't know, but he definitely didn't say <laughs> that. Um But it's also the name of a song by Taking Back Sunday from their album, Tell All Your Friends. Sample. Yes. Uh I think we're only allowed like less than 15 seconds. I think this is how it work, uh, how it works here. Just sing it in a different key. No. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's okay, enough. we don't want to get. We don't want to get. Yeah, we don't want to get fight. That's a good idea. I definitely tried to trust the ball thing. I mean, after this episode, like oh, yeah, the granny absolutely. shot. I mean, it's literally just the granny shot. Like Arnold's trying to act like he like cracked the code on basketball. Yeah, fucking weirdo. Fuck <laughs> and there's that little like. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it's it. It's kind of a, it's like it sounds like it. a transformer like transforming. It is the worst. it's very like meditative. It's the worst. This episode would be so much better without that sound that, effect. What is it about that that like gripe gripes you? It's annoying. Uh, I guess. And it's they annoying. use it way too much. And they use it way too much every single shot and Arnold is appropriating shamanistic culture. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Arnold. Well, they had all yeah, they had that, that boom, boom, like whatever those drums are called. I, I learned what they were called in college, yeah. but I forgot. 
Yeah, it's called Arnold being dumb. Well, I think I think to me that's also him just like riffing off of Grandma. Like after his brief brush with the martial arts, he's like, "I'm enlightened now. I can, I can pass on my talents to this kid who looks like Blake Griffin." If you've seen those memes, okay. stupid. Yeah. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also those things. I think like Blake Griffin gets either compared to Tucker from Hey Arnold, or I think one of the characters from like You Hakusho or something. Oh my God, Kuwabara! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho is a great show, everybody. So I've heard it was it, it was a classic. Really should it was, cla- it was a classic it, of the tsunami lineup when we were yeah, children. It's, it's just as good in English. No, it's it's good in English. It's better in JP. Uh, but the opening theme song is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go listen to it, City Pop. I will. Uh, just not now, Michael. Okay. Stop. I know. And I was just, I was just Wikipediaing Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm sorry, sorry. Mm-mm-mm. My okay. Mm-mm-mm. As far as a complete aside goes <laughs> in this episode, that was just okay. So there's two uses of of uh, of the fart noise. There's two <laughs> yeah, amazingly novel uses of the fart noise. <laughs> so chronologically, <laughs> Arnold goes to Grandpa to complain, like, "Oh, like I won't, I can't play because of the coaches, because the coach likes favors his kid, whatever." And he's like, Arnold, uh, Grandpa proceeds to tell this story of how he wanted to, he wanted to trap perform in the trapeze of a circus or something, but the best he could do was get a job <laughs> like scooping elephant poo. For... And then the PTSD. <laughs> no, I forgot. They do this slow pushing on Grandpa, and the camera tilts to tilts to an angle as he talks. Of... <laughs> okay, it's, it's like okay, we do the elephant sound again. <laughs> for uh, Jumbo and Big Ned, <laughs> I think were the names. <laughs> yeah, my my bullet point here was this slow push in and camera tilt during Grandpa's traumatic elephant poop flashback. <laughs> <laughs> and then go to the second part okay, noise okay. because that yeah. one was gross. <laughs> Just af- when uh, after after Tucker claims that he learned to shoot free throws well all on his own. Go fuck yourself, Tucker. Again, like Tucker's pretty indefensible in this. He then gets fouled again, and I'm like, how many times? Does Tucker get fouled? He's like the LeBron like James of the wild. It's just, it's like... literally a slap on the wrist. That's all it is. It, foul! Two shots! Which I found it super messed up. So he completely chokes while trying and not trusting the ball. It doesn't even, Idiot. it completely sails underneath like the elevation of the hoop. But yeah, Idiot. it's just this like profile view of the ball arcing under the hoop. And as soon as it like drops back out of the frame, it's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> And then wasn't it like grosser though? No, it's like it's it the, like it's like the wet, it's like the wet one. It's the wet. It's like the wet fart noise like that. Yeah, it was. It's like, like I think it was like was, honestly I think it was shit in there. <laughs> I honestly think it was like three farts, three farts actually like stacked on top of each other. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? Played over one another. You screw it. I'm actually I'm gonna pull it up on the on the uh, on my phone real quick just so we can hear yeah. it for freshness. Thank you. Wow, oh, two shots. This is a bad one. Wow, that sound is perfect. Is this bad one? Oh, this is. My shoulder. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's faking it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. It's the second one, I think. Yeah. 
like so it's so not a clean it's, fart. <laughs> it's like a whoopee cushion fart, I think is what it is. <laughs> oh my shoulder. <laughs> oh my shoulder hurts. <laughs> I can't put back in my kid. I got it. Oh my god. I know um, you've been waiting for that voice to come back. It's been a while. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, okay, that was like we we grew up in like in the golden era of like kids' sports films and stuff like that. So I always like seeing yeah. stuff like this. There's a really cool like episode kinda like this centered more around football. Um but just seeing like Arnold take charge and like be the team captain, like and it's like seemed like a pretty easy play. Just like pass the ball three times back to Arnold. And then he'll shoot. Yeah, except for missing the free throw exactly where it needed to go. Well, that's unrealistic, bit, Arnold. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we'd be the highest ranked podcast on on Apple if it wasn't for all the downloads. If it wasn't for all the downloads. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's 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 gonna be my uh, mantra as we continue here. If it wasn't for the fact that we don't have, we only have three hundred and seventy four downloads. <laughs> As long as we're assuring ourselves that fine. we are the best we just, podcast. Just be, again, we just, I mean, like, Coach Richard Wittenberg is just, just, wit, he's just, just such a model citizen for us. Truly, truly. It comes around pretty close. I think I'm just going to watch this again later, just for all, I just wish I could isolate all of his Tucker is For all intensive purposes. <laughs> all right, everyone, bring it up here. Let's start passing it to Tucker. <laughs> just, all right, everyone, have fun. Come on, boys, let's go. <laughs> like, or whatever it is. <laughs> Just very off the cuff. Like, yeah, he definitely means it. He's very earnest. Uh, I think we'll we'll get him one. I think uh, either this season, later this season, or again in the second season. So this is not yeah, the last we've seen that. of <coughs> Coach Wittenberg. Love that. Love yeah, that. yeah. So that then we're gonna go ahead to episode twelve, part B. Cool jerk. Say, hate Arnold. This is this is some prime. Hate Arnold Waters we're about to wade into here. Uh, <clears throat> original air date again, October 23rd, 1996. Written by Joanne Salebear. Directed by Rob Porter and Larry Likelighter. Uh, a cool older boy named Frankie G befriends Arnold, but Arnold soon realizes that Frankie G only befriended him in order to help with a break-in. Real quick, off, so off the top, more and more we're seeing Harold, like, reach. It's like It's like Dragon Ball. It's like... Each time we see Harold, it's another form of his evolution. <laughs> this is like another, yeah. this is like not perfect cell, but it's like somewhere in between. Like, yeah, yeah. this is definitely like, my nosy woozy. <laughs> um, what does he call himself? I'm Harold, the greatest thrower of balls who ever lived. <laughs> it's like if the episode starts with Harold being an asshole while the re- while they're playing a game, like you know you're you're in for a good time. <laughs> you're in for a really good ride, yeah. <laughs> Nuclear ball. You know, what does he say to Arnold? Hey, don't move, Arnold. I'm gonna bean you. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, and beaning. I just like the the word, the use of bean as a verb, and like, and I just and Harold Harold's tummy looks like a boob. It does look like a boob. <laughs> it's just, also, the kid praying over yeah. him. Is it, oh, yeah. Uh, Frank, Joey. Yeah, Joey. I think. Joey. Yeah. Joey. Dumb little nosy woke. Like, so... Oh, I can't wait till we just get to the, like... Harold starts to become, like, the unofficial, like, fourth protagonist of the show as we go. So, 
the, the fun has really truly just begun with him. And like so Arnold's super chill when he like holds him up against the wall as like Harold's about to beat the crap out of him. Arnold's into it, I think. I think he wants it. He wants the pain. Yeah. yeah. He, I think you could you could almost He's argue that he asked for all this. <sighs> a mature young man, probably not. But also Frank Frankie G's at least 30. He's not a dude. Kid. He's he is. Man. I mean, never mind the, I was going to say like, never mind the, the mugger who stole Arnold's bus pass. Like Frankie G is at least eight, 21 years old. Like yeah. he, yes, he's got like this. He, I mean, I'm pretty sure he, they purposely designed him to look like Fonzie. Like, yeah, that's absolutely, that yeah. felt very intentional. Yeah. I, I didn't like the fact. Yeah. That was that. I don't know why. <clears throat> okay. So, I think at the time that this episode aired, before of course all the all the shit hits the fan and you know Frankie's true intentions are revealed, I always kind of thought this was cool because as an only child, I didn't have any older siblings um, or any mm. older cousins for that matter. At least like <clears throat> I even on my mom's side, I only really have one older cousin that I oh, really only have one older cousin there, and but at this time I didn't really have a relationship with him, so the thought of having like an older kid or older person who's not your parent, like take an interest in you or whatever was really appealing to me. Um, when I was going to the my, the Christian school and I was in kindergarten, there was this group of third graders there or the third grade class. Cause it was just one class per grade. And there were boys there. Actually, I had a really similar dynamic where I had these boys from my class who were my friends, but when ever, we crossed paths with the third graders for whatever reason. There was a couple guys there. I just really wanted them to like me and shit. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to like spend time, like try and like hang out with them and talk to them whenever I could. And one of them, one of the kids from my own class, I think his name was Caleb. I think he was like butthurt because his brother was one of them. And he's like, my brother's mean to me. Why are you trying to like be his friend? And I'm like, he's like, you never want to talk to me when they're around. Like it was literally the same as like Gerald and Arnold. So that always yeah. kind of reminded me of that. Shout out to... uh <laughs> Michael and Aaron, I think they were names. I think that was the names of the, the third grade boys. So those are my oh, are they in a boy band? my OG, my OG Frankie G's, my real life Frankie G's. OG Frankie G's. Uh, um, but I just yeah, don't, as long as they yeah. weren't as sketch as Frankie G. Nah, was Frankie, right Frankie's sun. Frankie's ready to curb stomp a portly nine year old boy. Like I'll introduce yeah. you to some pavement. He's I think that was Tom man. Kenny though. That was Sponge. I think it was. I think it was Tom Kenny, okay, SpongeBob. And really, Ice King. Yeah. Yeah, this was do his. You think it was, or do you know? It let me was? let me double check. I I remember looking it up because yeah. I was curious. Because I, I mean, I if I, this might have been really early in his uh, vo- in his voice uh, career. Uh, oh, my bad, my bad. Close. So it wasn't Tom Kenny, but it was the star of Rocco's Modern Life, Carlos Alazaraki, who voiced Rocco. Ah. Yeah, I could see that more coming out of coming out of Carlos. So, but yeah, that was kind of cool for him to be like, hey, to like. Like it don't look like nothing, like just this very like. What goes on here? A little bit. I I honestly thought he was gonna come out with that. Like that was. I wish. Because it was the same exchange too, like from from uh, yeah. sixth grade girls. When does Park say this is unprecedented? Because I, I wrote that in. All wait, he wait. Park said unprecedented because I think it was like I'm after he sure. after he came back the first time. Wow, uh, after the uh the motorcycle ride, like you got potential. You want my pencil? I'm pretty sure, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. I just wrote it in all caps. I don't know why. Well, Park, again, Park doesn't, Park kind of peaks in this show after, by like the second season. I wish we, we had gotten more of him, but mm. it's all good. We got Mr. Wynn. Uh, it's okay. He there. had his moment when he dumped trash on yeah, Arnold during that's true. Stupid. That's true. That's true. Whatever's coming, you get, you kind of like, 
Not that you deserve it, but you can't really complain when you're in the situation that you're in. But then again, he also just definitely has just like abandonment issues probably and is just really like looking you know he's constantly looking for <laughs> he's constantly looking for older male companionship you know so this is just another instance mm. of that <laughs> that's true he does look yeah. for like a big brother figure yeah throughout the show i mean he wow, even this says is so just like are you my mother by whatever author wrote oh yeah we used to sell that when that bird at the bookstore dumbass was asking like a excavator uh-huh. <laughs> who was his mom <laughs> You know, I think I think I know what the G finally stands for in Frankie G. Uh, all these years later, help me. I think it stands for groom. <laughs> we like. Are you sure it doesn't stand for Goebbels? Because one of the guys in his flat was definitely a skinhead. A little bit, yeah. Are you talking? <laughs> are, are we talking the the slack jaw black haired guy or the uh, the blonde hair like wannabe Paul no, Phoenix? What? No, one of the guys that's just in the apartment complex. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, no. Wait, wait, friends. wait. Are you talking about Mohawk guy? This Wait, are you talking about uh, this guy? I am talking about that guy. Because that's literally... Yeah. No, because that's literally Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver. That's Robert De Niro's character <laughs> in Taxi Driver. Which, again, I'm like, the, the film references, the like hidden film references in the show are just so... And then even in the alley when he part when they park the bike, the graffiti on the side, it says uh, James Dean was here and rebel yeah. with a cause and stuff like. So uh-huh. there was yeah. there was a lot of cool little little quirks here there too, um, and I just Let's see I just and I also just I mean I'm not gonna lie I like the sort of like biker surf rock cue that's like like. It's a good the, one, I yeah. really like aggressive steel, steely like tinny drums and stuff. Like I, I dug that a lot. You know what I didn't dig was that Arnold was so ready to skip school. Yeah, that didn't seem. I don't mean I didn't. We don't know really what kind of student Arnold is, but that just felt really like dicey and dangerous. Is it out of character? Is it just who he is? That's what I'm saying. I mean, like again, like I think he mm. he is very highly easily influenced and impressionable. Um, yeah. And yeah. He's impressionable. But the, here's the thing. Like, I realized so much like the, much like Mugged, you know, he kind of falls under this spell, this sort of allure of this change in status and things like that. And the, the other thing, too, he's from a certain point on, he spends this episode with his hair down. So I think the rule yes. of thumb now is it's now clear that when Arnold's hair is down, Arnold's head is up his ass. Yes. That's, that's kind of like, put it. that's the visual, that's the tell. That's a good way to put it. So yeah. I'm not even sure if we or get another he's episode. the flasher in the park coat that he is. Is it? Was it? I guess it is more of a duster. Yeah, I thought it was like a leather jacket kind of thing, but it's more just like a, like a Dickies. I mean, yeah, it's situation. definitely not duster length. No, 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 no. Yeah. It gives off the duster vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Then we get to Frankie, G- and which is interesting. I just realized Frankie's head kind of looks like a slice of pizza. Like his hair is like a cr- yeah. the crust, and then the rest yeah, of his head absolutely. shape is is a slice of pizza. Um, this yeah. Time. Then we get these weird, like this weird kind of parallel. Like, I guess maybe that's the point because Arnold identifies with Frankie so much, like for yeah. this episode. Because then all of a sudden, you know, I see I see it. I'm looking like, oh, like. Frankie is a boarder too, but he lives in this way sketchier, like alley, like alley doppelganger version of the boarding house where there's even like a Mr. Wynn. There's even like a token Asian guy in the hall and there's like yeah. old ladies and stuff too. And 
and he may or may not be hooking up with one of the old ladies. Like, like in exchange like, for rent, for hey, sure. Hey, come over sometime. Like, we'll talk. Like the first lady, not the landlady, but yeah. No, he definitely sleeps with both of them. Maybe, probably. One hundred percent. That's probably yeah. how it gets down. His gang. Why is this shirt so torn up? Right. Frankie, stop it. I uh, thought it was like the Starfleet logo for the longest time. Like I just thought he was a Star Trek fan, but it, it's a tear. That's. What and it's kind of like say? that's untasteful yeah it's <laughs> un yeah i can't like my i mean i can't it's like playing your your, your instrument bad it's like you can't talk stupid yeah. on purpose unless you really really try yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you think of uh what do you think of frankie's gang <laughs> Was it, it was like it was yeah. like jersey shore frankie likes music <laughs> that too. i like your head <laughs> Like your head. Like, Pleased to meet Ch- you. Chaz is new. Pleased to meet you, old boy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> they're great. I love them. It was, I it love was, them. It was, it was interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But like any good <laughs> motley crew of thieves, it, it's, it is like your Ocean's Eleven. Like everyone has their quirk. But it's like Jersey yeah. Shore. It's like Joey D, Polly, Polly B, Philly C, <laughs> and Chaz. Also. Holy shit! When he introduces them and then they just go into like the everybody greeting him and someone's like, "Ah, touchdown!" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Why? Why? But that was uh, definitely the, a tell that there was already that something was amiss. Yeah, that yeah. was the uh, you're gonna homer it of yeah. this episode. <laughs> oh my god! I was uh this the scene where you know when they're approaching. It was, it's really like. That third act turn where he's like, Frankie, like, are you really my friend? And it's actually pretty Dark. creepy. It's, it's like, yeah. and you're my friend too, right, Arnold? And friends do mm-hmm. each other favors, right? And it's yeah. like, it's pretty messed up. But as they approach Big and they, merc- wake, they make their way into the alley, that music cue kind of building the tension to go to the back of the store. I kind of want to like take that and swap that music out for that. Uh, I think it's called... Under the Big Metal Pizza from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was the same, like, sort of sneaky late night vibe to it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Good connect. I love that. Yeah. And this, like, the, the uh, climax of this always, I always, as a kid, I always wanted, like, a hand operated police siren. <laughs> just like, there's just so much cool stuff in Gerald's uh, attic. His, his father's yeah. dating trunk, his dad's siren. Gerald is truly the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, which is which is interesting. Again, we see him. He's like Arnold's Arnold, as as as, as I've said before. Like he, they, yeah. they they definitely bump heads. They don't always see eye to eye. And sometimes, depending on the episode, either of them could be kind of like in the wrong or whatever. But mm. more often than not, like Gerald truly does always kind of come off as like that voice of reason, that like stable person. You know. Arnold needs that. He does. Because mm-hmm. Arnold's an asshole. Lady uh, Day's triangle face. Lady Day's triangle. Michael, is a tweeter a real thing? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I looked it up too. It's just like a small speaker situation. Let me see. Tweeter speakers. Um, yeah, that's it. If you Google tweeter speakers, a bunch of little things come up. Um, what is a tweeter and a speaker? Tweeters are relatively small speakers that emit the upper range of sounds used for reproducing music and speech called trebles. Yeah. Woofers and subwoofers cannot produce the same sounds that tweeters can due to their construction and cone sizes. 
good for you for knowing yeah. that you need those. Pretty priorities. ominous. If you plan yeah. things out right, you get your priorities in order. There's nothing you can't get if you really want it. It's it's that leads me to think that like Frankie G has probably killed at least one person. <laughs> he's definitely a murderer. He's he's probably yeah. Yeah, Chaz is next. Chaz is no Chaz is yeah Chaz is like Jack the Ripper. The right. other the other's like not quite so threatening. But. Frankie likes me. <laughs> I wish that was like if I could get Craig Robinson to do a read of those voices. Yes, his character from Pineapple Express. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, was what, was that the guy with the goatee who said that? I think I think it was. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, it yeah. was the guy with the goatee. Yeah, yeah. Because my 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 cast my fan cast for him would have been uh like Luis Guzman. Who is a he, <laughs> yeah a little bit, but which which I've always the fan though. Oh no 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 not that's Michael Pena. <laughs> oh fuck yeah you're Louis, right. Luis Guzman he's uh he's playing Gomez in the Wednesday Adams show on Netflix. But he's been in a bunch of stuff like the Latinx uh, Craig Robinson and Craig Robinson is the black Luis Guzman. <laughs> like that's how I regard both of those guys. But they're both they're both Fair great. Read. They're both great. <sighs> well, it felt good to get back. Get back in here, dude. Do you have any other final thoughts on either of these episodes? Uh, sorry, can you call them stray thoughts, please? Do you have any uh, stray thoughts floating around there? Sorry, uh, that that's the only possible uh, proper way to phrase that question from now on. That is, from now on, it's the only way yeah. to phrase it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. So, yeah, y'all. Uh, I want to say that's it then. So please join us next week once more when we get do this again. I am. I really think. We're in like the home stretch half of of a season season one here, so things are oh gonna get God. very interesting, very fast. Uh, that being said, again, you can follow along with us. You can watch the episodes on Hulu, Paramount Plus, or watch it on your own DVD box set, as I do at times. Um, next time you tune in, we're gonna be covering episode thirteen, Das Subway and Weez and Ed. Let's let's freaking go. go. It's just let's ensemble ensemble hijinks. You get everyone. You get a little bit of everybody. Um, yeah, I'm especially very excited for Das Subway, but yes. we'll get there. <laughs> uh, yes, 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 yes. So that being said, um, the main lessons here I want to say: mm. give credit where credit's due. Trust the ball. Anything else? Don't skip school. Don't skip school. Do Don't. not do not skip school to hang out with thirty year old men who have flame decals on the side of their motorcycle gas tank. Yeah, or just don't skip school in general. Just don't skip school in general. Especially here yeah. at Podcast 118. We don't want you to skip school. We don't want you to skip this. No. We want you to tune we every week. We need you in class. We need you in class. Yeah, yeah we need to be the number one podcast. Or else you're going to be... With or without the voting or else, <laughs> slash downloads. Or else you're going to be spending the rest of your life with your sh- pail and shovel scooping up after Big Ned and Jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, y'all never eat raspberries. Don't. Pass the ball to Tucker. Pass the ball to fucker. <laughs> <laughs>